What's up, Eagle Hackers? Welcome to the C.S. Joseph Podcast. I'm your host, C.S. Joseph, and answering more Act Like questions. Coming uh, from downtown Coeur d'Alene, Idaho this evening. It's a beautiful night. Very exquisite place. This place is near and dear to my heart. Um, I, I, just, I just love it here, and the people are so nice, and all of them are armed to the teeth, and <laughs> everyone is just so polite because of it, you know? Whereas you go to California and it's just like you're always constantly looking over your shoulder no matter wherever you go. Especially like if you're a woman. I, I don't envy that. Don't envy that whatsoever. So today's question is a great question. Uh, the acolytes have really stepped up uh, their question asking these days and I'm very happy for it. And I'm very happy to have this particular question which is... How does introverted sensing handle pain? But specifically, how does introverted sensing optimistic versus pessimistic handle pain? What a great question. I, I'm, I'm so happy. And I get to share some interesting stories uh, from my life, because I'm an introverted sensing pessimistic, and some stories from other people that I know who are introverted sensing optimistic. We can kind of just learn together as we uh, answer this question. So, yeah. Throughout my life, I've had people, including my father, uh, including a lot of ESTPs in my life, uh, all tell me that uh, I am a pussy, <laughs> that I am weak, that, uh, <laughs> you know, and that, that, that hits my SI inferior pretty hard. Uh, being, you know, if you ever want to piss off an SI inferior, you just tell them how weak they are and even prove to them and prove it in front of others how weak they are. Just expose their weaknesses to everyone. That's how you really piss off an SI inferior, such that their extroverted sensing demon will come out and probably punch you in the face. Especially a wrathful SI inferior, like an ENFP. That would really suck. Suck to be them, at least. So, yeah. Um, got my uh, got my new uh, Carhartt jacket here. Got my new, uh, new gloves, which are fingerless gloves, the mitten hybrid thing. And my cigar, I'm good to go. Super mega comfy on this park bench. Even though it's actually a street bench, but whatever. Who cares? Same diff, right? So, yeah. Pain. Pain. You know, during my childhood, I was often demonized and derided for being overly sensitive and not being able to take pain. Whereas now in my adulthood, that's all I do. I just take on more pain, more burden, more stress, more this, more that. I'm a lot stronger than I used to be. I've been through a lot. I've been through a lot in my life. I've, you know, uh, struggled with uh, my dad pressuring me to be good at education because he's mind temple and for some reason he thinks education is the most important thing in the world. And it is. It is the most important thing. It really is. It's super important. And Mind Temple's not wrong from having that perspective, but public school is an absolute waste of time. Children can learn more watching YouTube than they can ever learn from anything in school. School is nothing more than obedience training that's not actually useful anymore, and young people actually know it. Young people also don't like the idea of, you know, this whole thing where they're being forced to go to school, 
go to college, get a job, be a slave and a peon the rest of your life, allow uh, the elite as well as the government to extract as much value as they can out of you, all the while being set up for failure in your relationships so you never actually achieve happiness within this Babylonian-based society, this Babylonian society that even the people who live in Central America and South America literally refer to Los Estados Unidos as El Gran Babylonia, or La Gran, is it La Gran? La Gran Babylonia, yeah. So the great, the great Babylon, because of how stupid our society is and how worthless our society is. I loathe our society. I hope it changes. That's why I do my work here is ultimately to change society. If I could just be that one little voice that cries out, cries out in the desert, the desert that is this Babylonian society, hopefully somebody will listen. Hopefully somebody will seek it out and actually learn to change. And as much as John the Baptist, an ENTP, was also the voice that was crying out in the desert. So also am I fulfilling that role right now for the society and ultimately the ego hacker community. The ego hacker community that will not allow the society to basically take their lives and put them in this bullshit form of slavery that we call living. Because <clears throat> it's not living. If anything, we're just trying to survive and no one is thriving. Nobody. Nobody. Nobody is thriving. And it just hurts my heart when I look at my children and the pain that they're going to have to suffer. And I end up taking on a lot more pain, pain for other people so that they can have a future. Not unlike Luthen Rail in that show Andor. If you guys haven't watched Andor yet in, uh, on Disney+, Plus, you may not be like into Star Wars or whatever, but seriously, it is an amazing show. It is an absolutely amazing show. It's about freedom fighters. It's about the beginning grassroots movement of the Rebel Alliance and how they're starting to rebel against their Babylonian society known as the Galactic Empire and what it represents and what it's doing and the pain, the pain that they all suffer and what they have to deal with. You know, I feel... You know, to, to listen to Luthen, who is an INTJ, and his speech that he gave, I think he gave it in episode 10 or 11, talking to a spy that works for him, a spy by the name of uh, Lonnie. Uh, spoiler alert. I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. <laughs> Some guy driving by, taking a photo of me. My God. Ugh. Uh, that's why I live in this town, because, like, not very many people actually know I'm C.S. Joseph. Like, very few people do, and it's really nice. One of the reasons I left California is because I was constantly being stopped or stalked in some capacity and, and harassed uh, about my work. It kind of sucks, but one of the reasons why I, 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 I'm getting combat trained and and trained in uh, uses of weapons and things like that just to be able to protect myself and protect my family who I love dearly as well as protect my bros and their families you know it's like you know I was explaining as it's you know I and I always explain this you know to women in my life but like I, I explained recently like look you know don't don't disrespect the men in my life because they all know that I'm willing to lay my life down for them 
I'm willing to lay my life down for them uh, and their women and their family. And because they know that I'm willing to do that for them, they absolutely would be willing to do the same for me. So, you know, you as a woman, you better show them the proper respect. I do not suffer my bros being disrespected by women throughout my life. It, like, it's just, it just, no, 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 no. I, I will not suffer that. I, I will not handle that. Like, no, they will be respectful no matter what. Which, let's be honest, is super hard to find in a woman in this Babylonian society. So anyway, back to the subject of pain. I was always basically just shat on by people in my life about like how I'm weak all the time. I, I always avoid pain, everything. But now, like in my life, I seek out pain. And this is a very important concept. The first will be last and the last will be first. So in the first of my life, I avoided pain. In the last of my life, which is now because I'm just now starting my prime as a man, which officially starts technically on my birthday next month. And uh, now I handle pain. I handle pain. I handle stress pretty well, even though I'm probably the most stressed out person I know. But still, I can handle it. I've, I've had, I've had uh, you know, I've passed kidney stones and felt that pain. I've dealt with ulcers, ulcer, like a lot of ulcers, H. pylori, gastritis some egregiously painful things. It's funny because Railgun took me to a hospital one time when I was having one of these episodes and uh, of this H. pylori situation when all I really needed was just activated charcoal and bismuth and that would have solved the problem but I was ignorant in those days, the beginning of our relationship and uh, which, which kind of which sucked um, as to how ignorant I was. But, like, there I was, you know, strapped to a hospital bed and, uh, you know, tears going down my eyes. But I didn't even notice I was crying. And she's like, wow, you're crying right now. And I'm like, I am? I didn't even notice. So I was in so much pain. But I was so, like, I so loathe being set, told that I'm weak. Like, you know, eventually, like, because earlier in my 20s when I go to the hospital for the same condition that was recurrent, which is... Uh, helicobacter pylori overgrowth, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, basically. It's one of the reasons why I'm mostly keto, in order to keep that condition under control. Um, and it's a really horrible condition that most people have. Uh, you know, I, I, I actually got labeled a pill seeker at one point in time. You know, I got, you know, oh, he's just in here to get a shot of morphine, you know, or, oh, he's in here just to get painkillers like Dilaudid and whatnot. So what I started doing is I started refusing painkillers. And then I just became so numb to the pain as an SI pessimistic that I didn't even notice, because I was so used to it, I didn't even notice the high amount of pain I was actually in. And that's what SI pessimistics can deal with. SI pessimistics, especially later in life, can absolutely deal with pain. SI optimistics earlier in life can absolutely deal with pain. However, as SI optimistics get older, you know, the first will be last and the last will be first, and this concept is all throughout Jungian analytical psychology. It's because it takes a while for people to develop the other sides of their mind, right? 
And by developing the other sides of my mind, I'm slowly developing, even though it, I really suck at it, my ISFJ subconscious, which it has an optimistic introverted sensing function. And I'm able to take a lot more pain as a result of using my ISFJ subconscious, right? That's what it is. That's what it does. Okay. And so I was super sensitive and avoidant of pain earlier in my life, but later in my life, as my subconscious grows, I become very accepting of pain and I can handle a lot more. Versus an ISFJ, the older they get and they're developing their ENTP subconscious, they can't deal with pain as much and they become more avoidant of pain. Whereas earlier in their life, they weren't as avoidant in pain. So this is basically how it works. The answer is SI pessimistic, SI optimistic, both of them can handle pain and handle pain very well. But where are they at in their life? The older an SI pessimistic is, and that's SI parent types, ESTJ, ESFJ, and ENTP and ENFP, those types can handle pain the older they are. Whereas ISFJ, ISTJ, INTP, and INFP, the older they get, the less they can handle pain, right? That's literally how it works. So yeah, um, it's so funny because like I had an INTP uh, co-worker who was pretty young and he was actually being physically abused uh, by his wife in his own home. She would beat him. She was an ESFJ and that was the, you know, and at first, you know, for a while he could take it, but as he got older, he just couldn't deal with it anymore. He couldn't deal with it at all. Not that anyone should. And he became so sensitive to the pain that he'd just be like, he'd, he'd overreact. He'd overreact constantly. It's like that, that dog who's been beaten their whole life. And then you're trying to pet the dog, but they assume that you're going to beat them too. And then that dog just, just hates you, just sits there and, and, and just is like screaming and trying to get away from you, maybe biting you or whatever, because of just how abused that they have been, right? So the older an SI pessimistic gets, the more abuse they can take. The older an SI optimistic takes, the less abuse they can take. And that's just the reality of the situation. That is entirely the reality of how pain works with introverted sensing. So, Anyway, folks, thanks for watching and listening, and I'll see you guys in the next episode.